Yo, what's up everybody? Welcome to another episode of Downtime with Downstar, episode 125, and today we are sitting with Mark Ford. Mark, you is it is it Mark Ford? Do you go by that, or what's the... You know, I'm thinking about rebranding myself because uh, a lot of people just can't get it. It's, it's Ford, but it's like spelled different. It's with the 4 instead yeah. of the F. Yeah. So when you have people like uh, pronounce it, it's just Mark Ford? Yeah, I'm thinking about changing it to like Mark Forty. Forty, yeah, because it's a four and then Ford. That's pretty tight. And D at the end, and it'd be like different. You know what I mean? Yeah. But a lot of people, I don't know what people tell me when they say this, but they say Mark Ford. That's a dope name, strong name. I'm like, (laughs) the fuck? (laughs) You know? It's a strong. (laughs) It's a manly name. I like that. Like what the fuck? Like I hate this motherfucker, but you know. uh, It's good to have you back on the pod, man. We haven't had you back since uh, episode thirty-eight. Thirty-eight, man. 38 that was when we were trapping out the garage i know man smoking mad blunts getting all high <laughs> talking about budding yeah right i think we'll probably do the same this episode minus the blunts dude yeah yeah definitely i've uh i've been wanting to do an episode though where we just like smoke uh, out yeah dude um i was telling mo yesterday because i really want to do that with somebody who i'm comfortable with yeah not just like uh somebody that i'm kind of familiar with and mm-hmm. then have a real serious conversation no nah, i know that's all bad man yeah. unless you're just super comfortable like rogan man he's a fuck goat yeah but you could tell the differences between he'll he'll get like super smashed with some people and then other ones he'll just be yeah, casually homies. yeah and the then homies. he just shuts up you know yeah what I mean? <laughs> yeah yeah lets them go nuts yeah, dude no, but funny. i would like to have a i've been telling mo to get on the pod that'd be funny to yeah, watch all blue. <laughs> mo's fucking crazy dog that's dope you got hollow yeah yeah hollow was great bro shout out to hollow man yeah he's a he's a hustler bro he's a straight hustler man yeah like he needs like a little like documentary or something yeah I'm like gl- a vice documentary you know what I'm yeah saying? no definitely man i'm glad that we got to get him in here to to just like pick his brain a little bit but it's just like th- that's what this platform is for for people like hollow that people recognize that they're hustlers but it's it, they they don't give them that kind of light you know what i mean mm-hmm. they don't they don't give them that time until it gets to the time where they're like huge and then everybody wants their attention it, it be like that sometimes all the time dude you, even you, with us you can't take it personal yeah yeah like, yeah. you just gotta keep going and keep going and the more you're smashing the more people will notice yeah definitely man so uh for the new listeners can you give us a quick breakdown of who you are and what you do um I guess the best way to describe me is creator. Um, I used to paint with silence, and I used to make beats, in other words. Um, got into rapping. Um, right now, what's bringing in a lot of checks for me is visuals. Yeah. So I'm still learning that because I haven't been recording maybe that long. Yeah, this is the Chaotic Eyeball, by the way. Okay, got you, got yeah, you. Yeah, and that you. could pretty much turn anywhere into a studio. People have been saying that they've been on their tour buses and sounds perfectly crisp sick yeah but a creator you know what i'm saying that's what's up man i like that dude i i I like that that you don't put yourself in a certain in a certain box because although you do do other things it's like it all it all is just in the creative spectrum of things i think i'd be bummed if i just put myself in one box yeah like i'm not even down to myself it's just like i don't think that I look at myself excelling in one thing. I just have to just do different things. And it's like the more you do and you do things that you love, you actually get this big burst of creativity in another spot. You know what I mean? Like when I can't think of any bars or whatever, I'll think of concepts for videos and I'll, or I'll edit videos or I'll mix or I'll make a beat real quick. And just that quick little spark 
inspire something else then sometimes it's hard to stay on focus yeah but you know that's the part about being a creator you know you just you go with it because you're trying to capture lightning in a bottle when you capture lightning in a bottle then you won dude that's so fucking true man because when i have those creative sparks dude i don't want nobody to talk to me i don't want the world to bug me anything just let me get this shit out because it's not even i feel like it's not even me i feel like it's another entity that has entered me and is just like trying to get this shit out not some napoleon hill shit man yeah it's like uh it, it's pretty crazy but i feel exactly the same way it's like man is this even me right now <laughs> yeah right is this the inner is that what hip-hop is is this like energy if 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 that's the case man that's that's crazy and you know they say that the universe is actually you know limitless so there's multiple multiple universes and different realms so yeah to speak. definitely so i mean who knows, man? Who knows? You know, speaking of that, um, yesterday we were supposed to have a guy on the podcast. His name's Nick Hinton. Yeah, I know. What happened? And, um, he had to he had to reschedule because I guess ah. he just moved. He he seemed really cool. You know how you get that vibe where somebody just puts you off, and then the other vibe where it's like they're they they just make it known like they feel bad and stuff. Mm -hmm. I'll take that. Whether it's true or not, it is what it is. But at least I, I have that respect, you know. So he said, dude, he just moved and he's not getting good signal. He's trying to figure out things but we should be in a better spot by the end of the week so we might bring it back on friday Dope. but the reason i wanted to have him on is because uh he posted something on twitter and i just randomly ended up seeing it and it said what what if the world really did end in 2012 and i was like what the fuck is this so what he does on twitter if you guys want to look him up uh nick hinton h-i-n-t-o-n is he makes threads right so the thread will be like um something about some kind of conspiracy theory like antarctica and under that is just a bunch of posts from him like small little little uh paragraphs or something this guy said this this and that or whatever puts it together in a nice like package mm -hmm. so this one about um the world ending in 2012 um is uh it was like uh, i think it was cern i don't know what they do some shit with atoms or something like that that's why i want to have him on because he'll be able to explain it better but um they they had this particle that was called the god particle and if they were able yeah, to sweden yeah if they were able to break it down or whatever it can cause like a, a, black, uh, hole. a black hole and uh it's, uh it's if you technically split it yes exactly yeah, yeah. so and then it'll just um ruin the universe like we'll fall in the black hole or whatever and even some people like uh um, not really because it's it's a micro sized black hole so it would dissipate before it like i'm actually not an expert but like i love like astronomy and yeah like, yeah yeah just i would just get high i would just like, yeah ask my wife like i would just get high and just fall asleep to it and wake up watch it and just watch and watch it i really watch it, i watch shit so much man that it, like i I'm kind of bored of it. I'm waiting on some new news. There, <laughs> yeah. There always there always is new news, but it's like, you know, I, I love astronomy. Man. Yeah. So what he was saying is that even some people like, um, what, what's uh, the guy with the, the computer that talked on the laptop, rest in peace? Oh, Stephen Hawking. Stephen Hawking's and even... Um, the guy, Stephen Hawking. Yeah. <laughs> and even um, Neil deGrasse Tyson, they, they both believed this, that if this God particle did get split, that it could cause like catastrophe for our universe the thing about science is there's a lot of it could 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all a bunch of theories and shit like that. Yeah. But what he's saying is that when when that did ended up happening, um, that it can supposedly uh, ruin the universe in in a, like a split second. So what they the theory is that what actually happened is that we all got switched over to a parallel, the closest parallel universe that there is, and that's why the Mandel effect is around, and then that's why we remember things differently than history has down and. Um, it's it's just um that's kind of the explanation for it yeah i actually um i have my own theory about this mm -hmm. i call it the old nigga theory i think <laughs> niggas just getting old bro <laughs> you know what i'm saying like i i i was uh trying to uh figure out uh, a show or a movie I, th I think it was uh what the fuck was it? it was on disney i think it was flight of the aviator or something okay and i ended up watching it and in my head, I remember this was going to happen. This was going to happen. I watched it, and it was totally different from what I thought. So in theory, I just think we don't remember things, and our ego allows us to say, oh, fucking Mandela effect. Yeah. <laughs> I, that's my personal opinion. But Yeah. No, I feel you. And and that can make sense, too, because uh, we were talking about Joe Rogan. He says that all the time, that our memories aren't really accurate at all. And if somebody can plant something in in your head and just keep repeating and repeating that that will change your memory right there it will know? because remember the first um i can't speak for you because you're different but you remember the first time you heard young thug and you saw him in a dress mm -hmm. did you were you attracted to not attracted to him like that pause, pause. but where did you fuck with him off the strength when you first saw him that, and heard him. That's funny you say that because um, one problem that I do have is I'll prejudge music M right off the bat. Me too. So and I had to stop doing it. I had to train my mind to do that. Um, my little sister, she has a great ear, and not for hip hop, but for like you know emo, punk, alternative, and shit like that. So when she was coming up, when she was younger, she would listen to all that shit, and I was like, "This is fucking garbage." And they turned out to be like my favorite bands, you know. So I kind of feel like if there's something that I feel really passionate about off the bat then I need to give myself time to let it cook because that's that's a sign to me now. I've noticed it being a sign where, okay, I got to let this roast a little bit because I might fuck with it. And that's what happened with Young Thug. Um, when it came out, when Stoner came out, I was actually in Atlanta and my buddy's trying to put and, me on. No, what happened was is you saw the vibe that it caused. Yeah, that's probably it, dude. When I heard how passionate the the natives of Atlanta talked about it and saying this is the next guy up, you got to listen to this. I'm like, it was a different light in me. And but when I heard it before, I was like, what the fuck, fuck is, is this? What is this? But when you see people relating to it and the energy involved in it, that's that other dimension shit you were just talking mm -hmm. about. And me personally... When I first started out making beats, I was on, I hate this term now, but I was boom bap. Yeah, yeah, to yeah. To me, that's just corny. Yeah. But like, um, I made like undergrounding sounding music or what, strictly. Mm -hmm. But then I had friends all the way around the spectrum that were showing me different shit. Like before, can't believe I said this, but I, did, I didn't like Gucci Man's music yeah. at all. I didn't like certain people. And then when I was actually in the life of doing things when I was doing things younger, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Gucci man was fucking dope. Fucking I love Burner. I don't know how people say Burner doesn't have bars. And it's so crazy that he's in the position he is now because I was bumping Burner when it was just him and Am Pacino doing mixtapes. And they were just, just out the trunk, man. And he's come so far. I think his net worth now is like $23 million. 
Really? He's a fucking G, man. I fuck with Burner and I don't even listen to one song of his, bro. I That's listened crazy. to one I See? listened to one interview and I was like, damn, I fuck with this dude. Branding. Yeah. That's a hundred percent branding. And he knows how to do it. Like he didn't really mar- make the strain for cookies like his homies did. And he branded that shit and he's a part of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he's such a great businessman. So. And I think a lot of that too, that that goes over to my my love for branding and marketing. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why I can accept a lot of these things that other people really can't accept is because I see it from a different point of view instead of just like, you know, a hip hop point of view or something like that. You know, I can hate somebody, but respect them because of their their branding and their marketing, uh, such as like a little Nas X. Like if you ask me from a hip hop music point of view, I think that that's everything that's wrong with the culture of hip hop and of like the the youth i i you you think he's a culture vulture i think so and i think he's a plant and i think that he had some spark but somebody saw something that they could market inside of him just like blueface i feel the same exact way for him blueface is different and i'll tell you why because blueface for one he had the game managers in his corner Mm -hmm. another reason is he actually put in the work regardless if you like that for or not he actually went to different high schools pulled up and gave live performances right there. He caught a buzz that way. Mm-hmm. From there, the rest is all like the industry, man. Like, you know, games manager has plugs. Yeah. Regardless if people don't like the opinions that he's saying on RIP Nip, you know, I don't agree with those opinions at all. But at the same time, I get where he's coming from. It's just kind of clownish and disrespectful that he's doing it now. But games manager, back to the point has some super plugs yeah. and that's all you need is you need to know somebody in the industry and that's what i'm saying i i think if blueface was just going off of his strength if, if a whack didn't see that that marketing ability in him i don't think he would be in the position he is in today and that's me hating from a rapper like a hip-hop point of view i'm i'm admitting it, i'm hating on it because I don't think that 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 style should have light to it. I don't fuck with it, but it could be the old head shit in me too. Okay, okay. Do you fuck with Sugar Free? Mm, I mean, I fuck with Sugar Free because of like just back in the day, but not. I don't fuck with them heavy. Do you fuck with E Forty? Uh, same thing. You know, it. It's that I. I understand what you mean, and I understand that style. And there's certain people that I, I'll fuck with, but it's like I don't check E40. You, know, you know, know what's crazy as a kid, man, and uh, this is like seventh, seventh grade or whatever when we were in uh, middle school. Mm-hmm. I remember uh, No Limit being big, and I loved everybody on there because they sounded different, including Silk the Shocker. Yeah. And looking back on it, like I could see what people were saying, but even. When I go back to it in my mind, I still mumble along the track with them because, like, in my mind, that was tight at that point. So I can't judge the kids off of being wrong. What you can say is that, like, shit, man, we don't even fucking... I I know personally I don't even like the cartoons nowadays, Mm. but, like, who the fuck are we to say what kids should like? I think from a a hip-hop point of view, I think we all have our own right to have our own opinion, you know, but... As far as like seeing somebody, yeah, plants, things like that. But as far as seeing somebody succeed, seeing their hard work turn into something, that they could be selling post-its and I'll still have the same respect for him. I have I have the utmost respect for Wack and Blueface for the product that what they created and what they've been able to do with that from a marketing business standpoint of view. My hip hop 
side of it has a totally different opinion on it and that's like i said with I little that. nas x that's how i feel about him i, I dude I, I I wish him the world of success and like for uh, for a young kid to be able to like just blow up that quick and become a millionaire and hopefully transfer that over to his family and shit like that. That's awesome. But from a music point of view, it's just pimping the, the system. That's how I see it. Hey, man, if you ain't pimping the system, you're doing something wrong, though. I guess. And there's. And here's the reason I say that is because the system is designed to have you fail. It's not just prison, it's the music industry, the TV industry, especially, man. It's a network right here, and it's all about money. They don't give a fuck about the culture. They come to the culture because they saw profit in it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And they're trying to exploit it. So if they're exploiting it, if you could exploit it better and keep everything, then more power to you. But I don't feel like he's he's getting everything and this is just me from the outside looking and i don't feel I, like i think wax eating no not whack i was saying little little nas x oh nas you know, I, we were talking about um you know i want to get into that whole whack nipsey all that situation yeah, but I, I wanted to, i wanted to touch on the the post that i did last night was uh, about young thug so how i feel about young thug is that he is um gonna go down in history as one of the most influential artists of his time so of his of his uh of his era when he came out and uh dude unex like expected i expected everybody to hate on it but like there was only you and one other person that kind of got what i meant mm -hmm. and it's just uh it's so crazy to me that i don't know am, am i crazy or it, do people just not listen to music at the same like with the same type of ear and what i realized because like everywhere i go they're like wow you could really spit you don't hear that anymore i'm like 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 soldier boy just yeah like like you don't get it like there's so much good music out there it's just there isn't a platform to let it show and with the radio i feel before they were just more open to certain things now it's pretty much you have all these labels right here they're giving, essentially, songs on the radio aren't even songs on the radio. Those are ads. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're paying you. You play this all fucking day. As far as anything getting up in there, you might get like here and there, but you don't get a flux of music or mix of music like you should. So that makes people go out and find it themselves, which people are lazy as fuck. They don't want to do shit. So like going back to what you had said earlier you do something so many times you'll end up fucking with it or yeah. you'll look at it differently you know what i mean yeah so it's um <clears throat> I, I don't know i i can see his influence on so many of the new artists to this day and that's why i say like you know the the person who brings that influence that new style the, those new trends those are like the pioneers and then everybody else that branches off of them that's that's dope and everybody's doing their own thing but that that style and that that wave was like introduced by somebody and i feel like for the newer generation that was young thug i'll i'll take it further and i'll i will say that he's very influential but i will say future and then if you want to take it back a little bit more kanye 808s and heartbreaks hmm i think that influenced a lot of people about auto-tune including future uh t-pain is as well but yeah. future pretty much threw the drugs in it and thug kind of just tweaked it with his ad-libs and everything so i look at thug is thug is like a hip-hop james brown 
You feel me? Because yeah. I mean, you can't understand what James Brown's saying. You can't understand what Thug is saying. Yeah. But sometimes um, I used to think that too. But uh, sometimes I'll just be fucking around and like look up lyrics, and and you really get the bars once you look up the lyrics, and you're like, whoa. Well, dang, he's saying some shit. It <laughs> he's really saying stupid. some shit. Yeah. Yeah, and um, I mean, to take it further than Thug, you have to lend a lot to the the city of Atlanta, bro. Because it's like, damn, if 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 Atlanta wasn't around, the entire music industry would be totally different. Indeed. It would just be a different uh, frequency. And the reason it's been there for so long is because they support each other. Yeah. And a lot of people could be like, oh, it was whack. It was like, they support the whack shit. Why aren't you doing that? You know what I mean? But Yeah. No, you're definitely right. And that's one thing that I've always heard is everybody in Atlanta, they all fuck with each other, help out each other. and In Cali too, but it's only in the Bay. You know what I mean? Really? The Bay really fucks with the Bay. And it's got its own scene out there. You could actually be living all right in the Bay. You yeah. Know what I'm saying? Same with Houston. Houston has a good scene too. Yeah. But as far as my ear goes, um, I, I think it goes a lot more towards Atlanta than anywhere else as of now. Oh, they got the crown. Definitely. Even outside of California. Like, to be honest, just to be from California, uh, I don't really have that much passion in, in California hip hop as i once did you know in my in my earlier years it's just things have changed a lot for I me i felt like it was coming back with like all the new artists and then nipsey got killed and i felt that took away a breath from everybody and then you have people like like i ain't even trying to start shit you got people like whack yeah. like out here saying stuff when he doesn't need to be like as a coach we need to kind of like be together yeah and I mean, his opinion is his opinion, but at the same time, I think that's just building conflict and destroying what Nip built, if yeah. anything, like the respect level, you know what I'm saying? I'm not yeah. saying Nip like stopped this shit, but at the same time, he was helping the community out when his death happened tragically. That brought like a lot of people together, which is crazy. Yeah, it definitely did. But I really think that it doesn't surprise me for one, for, for whack. And for two, it's kind of like on brand for not only him, but for the game as well you know i've always said that the game it should have been the next tupac for the west coast it was it man it, it was, was fucking it and it, and that's and, why i think he was he was low-key bummed about that and then they're just taking shots now if if you look at it it should have been game because game was before nip but nah it, i mean he was doing the the diss tracks and everything but what killed it for game is like his personality I feel yeah like exactly you gotta know when to not talk yeah and that's that's how i feel about him i said i i hate everything about the game besides his music you know the way that he acts just just we were, mo and i were having this conversation yesterday just to, to like the, the whole thing that was going down with him and stitches do you remember that yeah that was whack yeah it that was like out. bro this fool has a problem with you. He came up by himself, pulled up on you, and you're supposed to be this this blood, this gangster, this West Coast, you know, representative, and you're standing behind like four or five dudes. And it, it's it, that's business though, because everybody's eating off a of game, right? Something happens to game, what happens to everybody's paycheck? But the, no, I understand that, but that like as. I have to be able to separate that from the business to like the man to man disrespect, disrespecting each other. You talking shit to me. I'm talking shit to you. If you, you want to talk about like 
stuff that I think is super funny weird. Um, look no further than when like Game actually uh, diss Meek Mill. That was like the fucking diss track of. That was like the best diss track I heard in a long time. Mm-hmm. And then now he's all cool with him, free Meek Mill, this and that, this and that. And I I get it, there are OGs behind there and everything. <coughs> but it's just like, man, just stuff that he chooses to do is kind of weird. Even take it back to um to West Side Story. I don't wear button-up shirts or drive Maybachs. When have you ever contributed a button-up shirt or Maybach to Ja Rule? Mo was saying this yesterday. He said Ja Rule doesn't even wear a shirt. He doesn't at like, all. Well, that that didn't make sense at all. So he ducked the smoke from Jay for whatever reason. You know, he was in the studio and thought that this was going to be a bar. And, and more, more than likely, he was ahead of the whole uh, viral marketing shit. And he knew that that was going to be a big thing. But he, then he realized once he started getting deeper in the game that, yo, I don't want to have this smoke with Jay-Z. What kind of shit is that, bro? You know? Yeah, it's crazy. And, and for him to actually put that on on the album that like interview with ed lover or whatever and no nah, i was talking to ja i got respect for jay no what the fuck dude nobody thought that you were talking so so it was like from um from the jump dude it was from the jump game was always doing funny stuff and i really hope that he would have matured at least by now mm-hmm. matured just like mm-hmm. say meek me came in the same way but, but it's not my job to worry about another nigga yeah so like in the end his album like i hate to say it because i really can't stand how he, <laughs> how he is it's fucking fire man his album is fucking fire dude. yeah i honestly wish that was like nip's album and then game was just featured because <laughs> the beats were like perfect like bars you know what i'm saying but anyway, it was great I too can't, much time on the game yeah anyway. I, I can't hate on that dude that was a great album can't hate it all man but um even the stuff that whack was saying about nip i mean if if you're from the streets or you understand that culture you have to understand where he's coming no, from. no he's right and I, I told people this all the time like if somebody calls you a snitch and you don't do anything you're a snitch you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. if there's no paperwork or anything and somebody's just playing with your name like people throw that out there all the time and think it's funny. Yeah. Like in the streets, that'll get you killed. Like obviously that shit happened in it, but you know, like anywhere. Yeah. So how do you? I I understand that part of it, and that's kind of like undeniable from anybody who understands the streets. No matter how big you are in the rap community, no matter how much you do for the community. Nah, there are people that don't get it, bro. Yeah, it's that none of that shit matters at all when you're in that gang culture. Or not even in gang culture. If, if somebody disrespects you and you feel that strongly disrespected, it's it's probably going to go down like that. And I'm sure that if Nip was around, rest in peace, if he was around, he, he would have not been surprised from that whole situation. He, he probably just felt like that dude was such a bitch that he ain't going to do shit. And it happens. Man, I get emotional. For real. Like yeah. I never thought I'd be like that. But man, I, I remember that day vividly. I don't even want to go yeah. there but so uh i don't want to stick too much on it um but how do you feel about the whole uh the legendary conversation he, you... he's, he's legendary that's subjective yeah you, you could be like this is hip-hop what's to say somebody else is all like this is hip-hop yeah you know what i'm saying that's totally subjective on the west coast he's undeniably a legend so by the west coast alone he's a legend you know what i'm saying wax like as far as i know in the west coast Wack is the only person with that opinion that I've ever heard. Yeah. And this has been like almost going on a year. You yeah. You know what I'm saying? 
everybody on the West has nothing but praise to say. In the East Coast, for people that knew him, they're like, oh, I've been bumps nip since 2009. Whoop de he's definitely a legend. In the South, man, they have vigils, like big-ass vigils, thousands yeah. of people, not just on the West Coast. That's on some legendary shit. You could say he didn't have, he didn't sell the numbers. Okay, how about fucking MC, well, MC Hammer, I think, is a legend. But let's say Vanilla Ice. Yeah. Vanilla Ice is a legend because we talking numbers, right? Blueface is a legend because we would, talking numbers, right? If we're talking Vanilla Ice, you got to give it to him, bro, for being like the, the that, first. That, that's an industry plan if there was anything. Really? You don't think so? I wasn't around at that time to like understand it at that level. What's crazy is Vanilla Ice is still eating. I checked his net worth the other day. He's like pff, a couple mil. Yeah. He's living good. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to him. What's it like Rip Van Winkle or something? What's his name? I have no idea, man. <laughs> but... um yeah yeah i guess yeah you're you're right about that dude is that the a legendary is not like it can it can be you're a legend in the streets of oxnard you're a legend of the streets you know like uh, you ever heard of an urban legend (laughs) like that that's the definition of nipsey you know what i'm saying he's an urban legend yeah but i think to even bring up that subject the only reason you would be doing it would be to cause com- controversy and to cause like a conversation that really doesn't need to happen because you're the only one that's really putting out that information that he's not legendary you know i'm gonna say this and i'm gonna get a whole bunch of flat if nip isn't a legend then neither is biggie because yeah. biggie only had one album out of at a, yeah. at a time i mean if, if you can if you want to be real about shit that uh biggie and Pac. Um, not Fox for, a legend for them both being in everybody's top five, making the top two um, spot or two out of the five spots um, unattainable already. I, I think that there's a conversation in that alone. It's like more or less. I feel like Pac's aura about him. That's what like a hip hop artist is. That's yeah. why you look at him as one of the greats. But I seen a. Um, Something somebody was like they had a Mount Rushmore, yeah. And they had Biggie on there, and they had M, and they had uh, Pac, and then they were all like filling the last slot. I was all like, first of all, I'd take M out, I would take Biggie out too, and I'll put Cool G Rap there because Cool G Rap is the pioneer for like gangster sound. And then I'll put Rakim probably where um, M is. Hmm. And then the fourth one will be a toss-up, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I got you, dude. And for me, uh, it's fluid. Like, I can't I can't sit on something and say this is how I'm going to feel about it forever. Same. You know, so right now, my I'm top... I'm fickle, like a motherfucker. Yeah, my, my top three is... I can't even do top threes. Um, my, my top, and I'm going to get shit for this, and I don't care, dude. This is what I fuck with, is Drake, Peep, and Thug. And those are my top three. For right now or forever? for for right now if this is that's who i fuck with all right who's your forever right like from the get-go because a lot of people like even me because like i ain't is old to go back like way in the 80s when hip-hop started yeah but at the same time it's like you gotta they're the first people to do it yeah like there has to be like there's levels to the shit you know what i'm saying so like if if you're gonna back on the subject of nip if you're gonna talk about legendary status maybe there has to be a time window but if there's a time window then biggie he ain't a legend and then Pac was in there for a while but like was he like an icon for that long like like snoop's a legend right yeah snoop's a legend dre's a legend who else like at that status that's been in the game too short 
Yeah. It's yeah, it's kind of hard because they got their lives taken away from them and who's to say that they wouldn't be on law and order? Who's to say? Nobody who's to say that they'll be on, you know, honey I sh- shrunk the kids on the raft or whatever the fuck Ice Cube was on. Fuck. You know? Like Are who's we there to yet? say? Yeah, yeah. yeah. who's that to say that his shit? Money, man. I ain't even mad at him. And no, I'm not either, but Pac was already on that road. He was already on that acting road. So who's to know if Pac would have stopped rapping in the next couple years because obviously he's going to be making more money off of movies than he would be music. I think he would have been doing what Nip's doing, to be honest. Yeah. It would have been a a different thing, and I think he would have got assassinated either way. Yeah. Because I felt he thought that probably nobody could touch him like that. He knew people could touch him, but he just didn't care i think he would have just been out there with the people and he would have just got popped by somebody maybe yeah. the government yeah i feel that the whole top 5 uh conversation that everybody's looking for like the the solid definition that everyone agrees on and it's not going to happen dude because it's just like food it just depends on everybody mm-hmm. you know i i said peep and people could be listening and they're like what the fuck are you talking about but they've never even heard them mm-hmm. before so it's like you can't give me your opinion on something if you've never even like if you've never dove into that life because if you look at it peeps probably lived the same type of life that a, a lot of these other people have but instead of instead of gang banging he was dealing with other kind of struggles it's all a bunch of different struggles i feel like i kind of got karma for not making fun of or benefiting but more or less taking like i was sad when when um x died mm-hmm. xx X. yeah and uh but people were saying he was a legend i was all like man he's so young like he ain't a legend then it died and i was all like oh, i get it yeah so i get it so like you don't know the impact that m- music has on people definitely not because man. i personally was right there for most of nip's projects like i'm talking to like maybe good seven projects you know what i'm saying and i saw the elevation like his shit sounded like like some projects sounded worse than like my mixing. And I'm mm-hmm. not even bigging myself up. I'm saying like we saw it from that point going up to where it was, going up to like his debut album. Yeah. Which is crazy because it's just so much elevation, you know? But then if you go on the other spectrum of things like uh, XXS Tentacion, he, his first album was a fucking banger like everything that he came out with it was so had, unique it had such a cult following bigger than like i i wasn't around when nip first came out but if you want to put it on the same spectrum if you say when this dude first came out his first three years compared to x's first three years mm-hmm. x is legendary just coming out the bat just like that. To be able to come out at that young of an age and here's, have... Here's the, here's the thing, though. And I could stop you at this real quick. And my bad to stop you. No, you're good. Technology changed. Mm-hmm. So if X would have came out when Nip came out, it probably would have been a little bit different, right? Because you would have needed more of a label push. Nip was at the forefront and at the perfect time when being independent was cool. Because everybody was all like, you need a label, you need a label. Then people started doing. You remember when the, all the mixtapes were dropping on Dat Piff? This and that. Yeah. Nip was pimping that game and mm-hmm. getting the revenue off of uh, shows and merchandise, and he was really eating. That's how he made waves and met different people. Not only that, but his store and everything that he wanted to do there. Now, I feel it's too early to still talk about X because yeah. it's all speculation. Mm-hmm. But I just, I, me personally, I still don't see him as a legend. His, he's a legend now because he's, you know, been immortalized by being killed, 
and people don't, like act like that's an issue. I know people that die every day. They're not legends. You know what I'm saying? That's still a big thing. Yeah. But I felt personally a lot of people just didn't know about Nip. And that's the reason that he wasn't. You got people like Wax saying that he wasn't a legend. But I feel he was a legend. Yeah. I I just feel not even a legend talk or anything like that. I just feel like the older generation, even our generation, um, they just don't give the respect to these younger kids and understand the position that they're in, and they're they're trying to get the younger kids to live by the the culture and the life and the rules that they grew up in. You know what that is? It's dogma, and uh, a lot of people actually do that. Like that's not just us. That's not just America. That's everywhere. You respect your elders. You know what I'm saying? Is what it is. Yeah. So, I don't know, man. But um, speaking of that, um, rest in peace to Juice World, bro. Yeah, I was sad, man. Yeah, that was fucked up because uh, I was just looking at, um, you follow academics? Ah, mm. uh, um, no, I don't. No? At all, no. <laughs> okay, that's where I get a lot of my um, a lot of my news Stop it, from. Bro. Stop it. <laughs> why don't you like Ack? Man. I, I know why you don't like Ack, but you don't see the value that he brings? That's a definition of a culture vulture and a clown. Yeah. He'll say anything just to get views, to to fill a certain situation. Like that nigga's so up and down. Like that nigga's a roller coaster, bro. Yeah. Like I I personally don't like him, and I've I was there when Button was on there, and that's the reason I started watching that show, not because of him. It was literally for Button, but at the same time, I felt like they needed each other. Yeah. No, definitely. And because like too much Button, like I can't do too much Button. Me personally. I could do fucking six hours a week. Which I do already, dude. Nah, not me. Uh, but uh, but Ak, that's the place where I go for all the news. He always has the fucking the news. Um, yeah, but what, man, his take on it is like shit. I mean, you just got to take it for what it is. You know, I I could I could decipher all that. So the reason I say Ak is because he's the one. He's the one that I saw that was putting up the Spotify. Um, the the year in reviews for all the artists mm-hmm. so i didn't see anybody else doing it i was seeing him and he had a central place mm-hmm. so i was checking it reading all the numbers first one that surprised me was fucking um six nine to have a billion streams and he hasn't even done he's been in jail all year he's still doing numbers crazy you gotta think like like people don't get it like we're going back to the kid conversation yeah. uh like my daughter She's like a preteen, right? And she plays this game called Roblox. Yeah. They have music in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Lil Nas X is one of them. And she was just banging that Old Town Road over and over and over and over. That's getting streams of revenue right yeah. there. So with 6 9 you got to look. These are kids, right? Kids grow up and remember time. Like, you know, you hear a song from back in the day. You're like, oh, man, brings you back, right? Unfortunately, they got six nine for that shit. Yeah. So that's bringing them back. That's their memory. So people can hate on six nine all they want. That nigga's still gonna make a living. He's know? killing it, dude. So I don't want to get distracted. Six nine billion. You know. So I'm reading everybody's breakdowns. What they're getting. Some are you know close to a billion, uh, eight hundred, eight hundred, nine hundred million or whatever. You know. So then I start seeing these. I think like Young Boy had like one point five billion. So I'm using this as a metric of what the kids are really listening to. When it came to Juice World, Juice World was the highest. It's three billion. Here's the thing, man. Here's the thing. Streams can be manipulated by a label. No, I, I totally understand that. But you, all the you have to agree that all the other artists on there are playing the same game. 
Yeah. So, but what is that saying? That's like on some, um, you know what? Let's just give everybody steroids. Is is that is that what we doing? But still, there's still <laughs> gonna be the 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 head person that the steroids work the best, that the 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 biggest one, and that's what I'm trying to say is Juice World was the biggest artist out of all of his his generation. I mean, I think that's subjective because it's like, where are we getting these stats from? We're getting them from Spotify. Spotify has a collaboration with labels. So is it true? I mean, do you do you think that he didn't have a big as impact as he did? I think I think it's irrelevant. I think that like RIP him and I think like he's great to who he was great to. That's the way I feel with music, man. Yeah. Like my opinion on him isn't even important. And I'm not saying that to hate or take anything away from him because like I listened to a couple of songs. I liked I liked his vibe and everything. At the same time, it's like you can't really trust labels, man. Like anybody that's involved with like record labels, I kind of feel that you can't really hold that as weight. Got you. Me personally. Yeah. No, I feel you. But uh, yeah, it was just sad to see him. I I mean, to me, I knew he was big because uh, Christian, he's on uh, my wife's uh, Spotify. So then her year interview came and it was just like Juice World was the number one. Damn. And I'm like, damn, that's crazy because he's 12 years old. He's like in the heart of it right now. Just like when we were 12 years old, what we were listening to, you know, like but we didn't, we didn't, we didn't like have, that. imagine we had Napster and we had phones and we get Napster on our beepers or some shit. Dude. You know what I'm saying? I wish, bro. I wish I had Spotify when I was younger, yeah, dog. But at the same time, I feel like people because of that don't respect the music. And it's like, it, I feel like I get the internet right now, but I almost wish sometimes you couldn't just look up things about certain people or certain things because the mystique actually builds character and makes you want to chase the music more. But the artists could do that themselves, such as like Re- Weekend. Reverse marketing. Yeah, yeah. Weekend. You know, when, when The Weekend posts a fuzzy picture, the fucking world goes crazy. It's a conversation from one picture. And he just dropped like what uh, one album, two pack, or some shit like that. Um, and oh, it's I wasn't just, feeling it personally. I didn't. I didn't listen to it because I'm not checking for the weekend. I scammed though. Like I didn't really listen. You know, you got to be in a vibe. But I was all <laughs> no, no, wine, no. Eh, eh, eh. Yeah. So it's. Uh, I mean, there's so many more tools out there. You don't have to go the traditional route. I understand, like the the traditional route. Or the the route that's going right now with like uh, marketing and being able to to fub numbers and things like that, I understand all of that. But there's room for everybody. To there, grow. there, there really is. And I think like that's why I said me talking about the the labels and the streams, that's irrelevant. Because in the end, are you eating? If you're eating, then you're good, man. Like I look at it as like you could try and just want to be number one. That's not healthy, man. Yeah. That's not healthy in anything, especially something that you can't control because you're basing this off of people's opinions. So if you're thinking this is the tightest shit in the world and you're putting your heart into it, people aren't fucking with it. That's going to fuck you up mentally, right? It's not a sport where you could actually lay a motherfucker out and be like, you know what? I'm the champ. There's no points. Yeah. There's There's no no Super Bowl. There's no rules to this shit. So you got to be careful what you take in. Definitely. Even what the the music industry the the quote unquote Super Bowl the Grammys like that's all bullshit it's all bullshit yeah yeah it is I I just think it's not important you yeah know, if you get it cool like I got two awards here in uh, Ventura County 
And at the same time, I'm not putting anything down on them because it's a great event. I appreciate them. Yeah. But at the same time, an award doesn't define you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like your fans, your body of work. Are you happy with your music? That's what defines you, I think. Yeah. So let's get into it. Um, what What's your music looking like right now? Where Where is your music career at at this very moment? All over the fucking place, man. When Nip died, I, I'm not going to lie, like, I kind of felt almost like just stopping. And that sounds so fucking, like, weird pause. Yeah. But it was like, I just felt like, man, he had done so much and he was looked at so much and somebody still killed him. Yeah, you know what I mean. So I was all like, that just taught me that no matter what, there's gonna be somebody that hates you. And as far as my music right now, it's all over the place, man. Because it's really hard to figure out a sound because I haven't really released any videos since like I think it was like February. The last show that I did was in April, and that was for the Pursuit of Happiness Festival. Griselda was there. Mm. Um, fucking uh, Reverie was there. Fucking uh psycho realm was there like just a whole bunch of underground acts that was the last show that i did and then since then i pretty much just been like stacking music stacking music and um doing video work and right now i'm going into next year next year is supposed to be a big release for me on my first vinyl pressing Sick. yeah that's gonna come out hopefully um in march but it takes like a couple months for the vinyl to get pressed, and I haven't turned in the master yet. Mm-hmm. Um, also got a project with my boy, the Crooked One. We got mm-hmm. a joint uh, collaboration project. And what's crazy is this year, when I was feeling all down and everything, randomly I had people come to my IG page, tell me my music's dope, and send me beats. And normally, like when they send you beats, mm-hmm. it's like a generic package, and they want money. These people that I don't even know just sent me beats. One of them has my last name, so we might even be fucking slave cousins on some weird <laughs> shit, you know what I'm yeah. saying? But it's crazy that he sent me beats and I vibe to him. We got a couple bangers on that. And uh, next next year's looking pretty good as far as music, but it's all over the place. Yeah. So what is your, uh, what would you like your career to be like? Have you, can you envisioned it in the future? What It's fucking hard, be? man. I, I just want to be able to live off of everything I do. Gotcha. So, so going back to what I said earlier, I just want to be a creator and get paid for different avenues because i look like if you're like nip said it best man if you were relying on money or relying on music to pay your bills you gonna feel a little bit different you know what i'm saying mm, as, yeah. as opposed to like having a source of income and just being able to let the music flow naturally if you're like man i need a hit i need a hit yeah that's gonna affect your music and then you're not gonna do something that's genuine or what you feel is good me right now since i ain't really worried about money i'm doing what i like and what i would want to hear you know what I mean? And that's different things, different tones, different vibes. Who do you feel like your influences are? Um, I think influences is a way of saying copying. <laughs> but, like, um, I just like anything that's dope, man. Like, when I was younger, I really liked Necro's production. Oh, shit. Yeah, OG Necro. Fuck he, yeah. He was dope as fuck. Um, Nipsey. Uh, I really fuck with Nipsey's flow. Like, the marathon tapes. Like, how... He didn't really say much, but the fact that you could say much and get chills. Like when I first heard it, like I got chills off of certain songs. Uh, Planet Asia, he's mm-hmm. been a, a dope legend since fucking we were skating back in the day. Like he was in skate videos and everything doing his thing. Yeah. Um, who else? Griselda's got the crown as far as underground right now. Yeah. Um, there's another guy that's really, really dope. Um, RJ Payne. 
uh, he's dope as fuck. He signed a Black Soprano family under Benny the Butcher, mm-hmm. but he's really dope. He's gonna get a lot of light. Um, as far as like more underground artists, probably like um, Chewy. Uh, he's a cat from uh, he's he's out in San Diego right now. But I got him on uh, my album. He's really dope. He's dope as fuck. And as far as like people around here, just people that I know personally. Like there's so many. I don't even want to say names right now because I know so many like up and coming artists, and they're all fucking talented. Gotcha. Like all of them. And it's it's just crazy, man. It's crazy what marketing and a machine could do to like certain people. I feel. Yeah. Um. As far as local artists, you're probably the only one that I know. Like I I really don't know much that's going on mm-hmm. around here. Come on, bro. I'm serious. Come on, bro. I'm serious. Anderson Pack. I mean, yeah. Kyle. Yeah, I mean Anderson Pack, Kyle. Mad yeah, Lib. but I mean I've never really Metaphor. fucked with Mad Lib. Roxy. I keep going, man. Like, like there's put so, me on, dog. Th- I mean, there's so many people. I mean, I could if I put you on, it's literally gonna be like so much music. Like you're probably just gonna skim through it. I'm. I put me on to some shit that people are really doing some some good stuff from out of here because everything that i hear is just always essay fools gone wild rap you know that's the thing now though that shit is coming back in like not um the essay thing but the whole thing with the like the west coast vibes that's the new wave right now and right now the slump boys are in that lane yeah and uh my boy enzom uh he's doing a lot of work with them there's some other guy called the surrealist he's in la now but um he he's from out here he's dope um my boy crook he's dope um there's a guy that was living out here he's supposed to be moving back alien roswell he's tight oxnard pugs is dope um big e's tight but that's more along the lines of the the og vibe yeah uh it's it's just a lot man what type of vibe are you looking for i i just gotta skim through it listen to it and see if i fuck with it or not you know, that's my my taste for music is all over the place, you know. Man, we got like the thing, like I moved to Vegas for about three years and the thing, like they got their great scene over there too and, and it's bigger, so it's dope. But one thing I realized is there's, and I don't even want to say it that way, but uh, there's a lot of talent in this town that's relatively in a small space. Like with Vegas, it's over a bigger area. It's be yeah. like combining Camrio, um, Ventura, Oxnard, Port Wainimi, uh, Fillmore, like combining all that into a city. Over here, you got a relatively small area and you got so many dope motherfuckers in it. It's crazy. So besides the the ones that ultra blew up already, who's somebody that, that we should keep our ear to coming out of Oxnard? Like I told you, Slum Boys. They, Slum Boys? They, like out of Oxnard right now, they like probably like got the biggest buzz that I seen. Yeah, they do have a buzz, man. I've been following them ever since that you were talking about them yeah. a few months back. It's been a while yeah. already. I actually. Oh, you know, you know what? Who's dope too? Uh, this cat demise. Demise. Yeah, I'm doing a video for him, but um, you know, when I do videos for people, sometimes I don't go into it thinking that it's gonna be a tight song, but he has dope music, man. It's it's on some of those vibes too. But he could spit. He's a youngster. I think he's like 23 or something. So yeah. he's, he's dope. Dope, man. So um, I want to get into the videos that you've been making. Uh, you have a really good eye with creating videos. Hey, thanks. I appreciate um, it. How did you get into actually creating videos and then getting to the point that you're at right now? Like, what was what was that journey like? Um, it was crazy because my boy, he's my boy, but, um, at the time, like I paid him to do a video 
and I he had a whole bunch of things that was going on in his life. He couldn't do the video. I was like, man, you know what? Forget this. I'm gonna just get my own camera. It was that simple. And you know, from back in high school, we used to fuck around a yeah. little bit with um, editing, but never really serious. I even took a class, um, video production class at Oxnard College. Oh, really? But I wasn't serious about yeah. it. You know, like basic shit. And uh, you know, doing things that I was doing at the time where I had like extra money at the time. I got the camera. I got a computer. I got a new computer to make beats on, and um, I just started trying to like become a corporation in a sense that I'm doing everything, which I didn't know that was a double-edged sword because you do so much, you're gonna go crazy. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But uh, at the time, just learning everything and making my own content—that's kind of how I got a buzz for myself because a lot of people didn't know that I was doing everything. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. And the reason I was able to stay consistent is because I didn't have to pay anybody. I was just doing the shit myself. But since then. Uh, I've gotten more serious with video production and more or less I'm trying to like turn that in not trying I turned it into an actual business me and my boy Aaron uh, it's called DMT Media Brothers mm -hmm. and essentially we do everything we do commercials quinceaneras uh, weddings music videos predominantly right now but we're trying to get into more things real estate mm. things where there's real money in that we can actually turn this into a way that we live and you know, not focus on a nine to five because I don't want to have to go back to a nine to five. Right now, it's working, and I know anything could pop up. Yeah. But you know, when you jump, you jump, and uh, I jumped into this shit. Fuck yeah, man! Congrats, dude. Hey, thanks, brother. Because it takes a lot to make that jump. Yeah, I, I know you know. You yeah. Know and it's just you have the product, you have it, and you just have to make sure that you keep everything else in line. But you you have the eye, you have the product, and a lot of these videos that that are coming out, the editing on it, it's really good. It's hey, it's something you. you could just see on World Star, definitely. Uh, you know, there's so many dope content creators and directors and and videographers. What I realized, like I was thinking the same thing, and I'm not down talking myself at all, but it's the same as like people talking about, oh, you actually rap rap. It's like. They're, they're video pro producers out here and videographers that do crazy shit that goes unnoticed. I'm going to show you a video. I don't even know what it was. My boy Thesis, he's, he's a rapper. He's in San Bernardino right now. But he shared a video from this dude. And it's so fucking dope. The concept, the concept is crazy. Yeah. But the video production behind that is next level. And it's basic as fuck. Yeah. But it's next level. Yeah, and those are the ones that I love, man. Um, you know, I, I do editing myself so I can actually respect the work that goes into it. And I, I see like the uh, the tricks that they use and, and the transitions and things like that. And it's just like, damn, this is dope. Even the color correcting. And it's just to be able to have that concept and to put that out there, it, it takes a lot of work. And it, it's it and it's respected on not just like a music video level. It's just like on a creative artistic level i love it and i was saying this like a long time ago i feel that with music it's not going into music per se it's more or less like you need the whole package people need to see a video to vibe to a song i feel yeah like if you don't have the video for it like you you, you can get fans but at the same time if you have a visual that's going to portray the feeling of the song and then the video video is tight then i think you like it's hook sinker, you know? Yeah, videos have definitely turned me on to songs that when I first heard them, I wasn't fucking with it. Yeah. But then you've seen the visuals, and you're like, oh, damn. Videos got dope. me fucking with songs that I don't even like. Like, yeah. um, ASAP Forever. 
I don't I didn't like that song personally, but the video is like one of the best videos and so many people are just emulating what what the tricks in there, you know. I like the uh the Lamborghini High. Yeah, that was that dope too. That video is nuts. I mean, it's a green screen in certain spots and it's and it's a um a etch filter. That's all it is. Yeah. So the uniqueness of it is dope, right? But it's simple, and that's that's where a lot of like greatness comes out of, yeah. you know. Um, even to what we do, like we don't, we didn't, we're not rock scientists, bro. You know, it's just like we we made something, and and a lot of people always look at it and it's like, wow, that's not even that hard. I'm like, no, it's not hard, but it's like, it's hard. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's it's hard to get that to get that idea you know it's hard to get that creativity that lightning in a bottle that spark and just to make it come out just like um sickle mode yeah. you know i fuck with that not only that video that song the three beats everything together yeah when i heard that i was all like man this is ingenious i'm mad though that the intro isn't a song yes i'm so mad because that threw me off like when i first heard it i'm all like where the fuck the song go did i hit skip <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I kept going back. I was all like, oh, I fast forwarded because I was just trying to find that piece. But That's how you know all these motherfuckers have so much music that they've never even released, dude. Imagine being maybe, able to hear that. Maybe because like you got to think, man, like like look at Nip. Um, people are just doing different things. So the image might be that they do. Yeah. But maybe they don't, man. Well, you might know from the, you know, being in the industry, I always hear people saying that they record, you know, two songs a day, four songs, five songs a day. Like, what are the quality of those songs? Is, is that what it really is? The, the, the thing is, is like, you could record that many songs, but what are you going to put out? Yeah. You know, if you're putting out a song a day, then do what Russ did and just drop fucking songs. Boom, boom, boom. That's how he got popping on SoundCloud. Yeah. Song a day. And they were all tight. So what's your thought on Russ? He's dope as fuck, man. I think people just don't like him because he's he's cocky. Mm -hmm. But honestly, man, if I was like Russ, I might be a little bit cocky too because like he built his own lane. Um, people say he was a plant. I don't see any signs of that. Yeah, I feel that he's a producer. He mixes well. He fucking he's his own fucking platform. He sells out shows where there are no other people on the list. He's the headliner, and that's yeah. it. That's hard as fuck. If you hate on that, you don't understand music. Yeah. Yeah, I I uh I like how he um handles his conflicts too. I think that that's uh I, I, that's funny. But, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Dog, for for everybody to be hating on Russ, to say Russ is a bitch, to to have like the running joke that Russ is the butt of all the jokes and then to see him press these fools and like I That's mean, his funny security me. pressing those fools. But either still, way, dog, yeah. either, it's either your security or you're with your homies, you know? Oh. No, I, like I said, I really, like, I haven't seen, you know, sometimes, like, I, I think, all right, dog, it's too cocky, but this, who the fuck am I to tell him that? You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's his success, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think that's the way we got to look at it. That's why, like, I try and really separate it from... Like let's say whack or game, like I don't I don't know what the fuck their opinion is and it's theirs and they're in the position that they're at because they the the way they are. I'm not saying that's wrong or right, but it's like in the end it doesn't even matter. Yeah. Rock it's their journey. Shit. Nobody cares. I feel like if I were to able to sacrifice like some of my morals and, and divert from, you know, the the path that I'm on right now, I think that I could have a lot more success. But at, at what cost 
you know, at the cost of me not being who I truly am, at the cost of like playing a character or something like that. Exactly. You know, I see even in the automotive industry, I see so many people that I see them succeeding so well. And I understand it from a marketing point of view, but I wouldn't, I couldn't do that same thing to get that same amount of, 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 uh, like growth. I, I think the blessing that a lot of people have to, and this may, might be a scapegoat, but I feel like people are blessed sometimes with friends. And not just like friends you know you go smoke with, but friends that are talented, that see your vision, and know the pos- position to play. Because I feel like nobody in the world, no matter who you are, even Russ, no, everybody needs a team. Mm-hmm. You have people that are doing stuff that you're not good at, that they're good at. So that way, as a force together... You're just steamrolling through everything. Yeah. If you try and do everything, you're gonna go crazy. Not only that, something's gonna suffer. Yeah. You know, whether it's um, the music, whether it's the business aspect, something's gonna suffer. So I feel like you know, it, some people are blessed with friends that help out, and they turn into partners. And like Nipsey, like he was, he had a partnership with his brother, uh, Black Sam, a couple different other people. And, you know, they turned that thing into a movement. That wasn't all just Nipsey. Nipsey was the face. He was like the mascot. But that's everybody, you know? Like, if you had actually gone down to the store, and, like, like Black Sam was over there all the time. You know, that's pretty much his store. You know, you see him with all the gold chains on, you're like, damn, these motherfuckers are successful. They're in their hood, living it up, laughing, joking. You know what I mean? They're blessed because, let's say that was just Nipsey. Would he have had the same success? Yeah. How many? How how much of his opinions were his opinions and not people around him? You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Do you have a, a team around you or people that you can lean on? Yeah and no. You know what I'm saying? There are people that you, you like my boy Crook, um, like my boy Josh uh, Exlo. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's he's a producer. Um, you know I have different producers on the team, but as far as like people that could possibly help out with like getting things to fall in line with visuals because yeah. i got a family of my own so yeah. it's really hard and like a lot of my friends have families too so it's hard to really get people to coordinate and, and get together but i feel like if i had more of that then things would flow a lot more smoothly yeah you know yeah it's a lot of waiting on my end yeah i feel you dude and i i feel the same exact way you mm-hmm. know us being 125 episodes into this and like a hundred percent of the work being me myself personally and that's it and it's just it's hard and i think if i had a team behind me they could get definitely get to a a a higher level quicker but it feels good though yeah i mean when it gets to that point i'm gonna feel a lot more satisfied as i do with downstar Mm, i feel (laughs) i'm always i'm always throwing some i like it i like it pessimistic shit i like it i feel like with every level that you take up, there's always some type of bullshit. So you might get to that point and you're all successful with this shit. And then all of a sudden you realize, damn, I, I, I got to hire some people, but can you trust them? Yeah. Well, I mean, I feel like that already with Downstar. You know, Downstar could be at a, now imagine a you're higher at, level. Like a Joe Rogan level. And you're all like, fuck, I need help. But then, you know, you got to trust people. And then that could cause a whole bunch of other problems. Yeah. There's always like, different issues that we all go through that i think people in success don't show and people just look up oh i want that you don't know like this motherfucker had to fucking be away from his family for like two years 
on the road, facing jail time. You don't know what the fuck they're, they're yeah. having to go through. You feel me? No, definitely. I feel that, dude. And I feel that it, it's it's hard to, to gain trust in or to find somebody that's trustworthy. It Some, really is. Somebody that will want to be part of the movement but not want to be the face, the face of it. Yeah. You know, they understand their role. And it's hard, man. It's I've I've been down that road already with uh, past people that have worked with me. Uh, you know, friends too that that never even worked with me, but like I could tell that they were salty because before Downstar they were the man. You know, and then when damn homie, it, it, it's <laughs> man, a, high school you was the man. It's like homie. that, bro. You know, and how I feel is just like. Yo, this is my lane. This is I. I seen this lane and I seen this possibility, but that doesn't mean like other people can't come along and help. But just know, like, just know your role. Just know we have things that got to get taken care of, and this is your responsibility to take care of this shit. You know, hundred percent. But a lot of people don't get that, man. And I think that you know it is what it is. It is. And I, after so many of those interactions, I just realized. I got to do this myself. If this is what I want, if this is what I want my life to be, I just got to do it myself. There's mm -hmm. no complaining about it, no nothing. It, it would be nice to have the help from other people, but a lot of other stuff would be nice. Mm -hmm. And you just got to deal with the hands of your dog. It's got to be organic, man. Yeah, no, definitely, man. Trying to force man. some shit to happen and it's and just going to be a problem. I feel like as long as home base is good and taken care of, then everything else is just secondary, dude. As long as my... My wife, my son, you know, my immediate family, everything is good. That's all I'm really worried about. All this other shit is just, to be honest, it's just excess. Mm -hmm. You know, this podcast shit, skate shit, you know. All of it. Uh, it's all excess. You know, if I if I wanted to just treat Downstar like a job, you know, come in here Monday through Friday, 9 to 5, and just not work on it outside of that time, it would still go. It wouldn't flourish. You know, but it would still be in the community. Mm -hmm. And me wanting to grow more, I have to deal with the, the these growing pains. Yeah, the branding. And you got to excel in all these different departments. I yeah. get it. I get it. So you said um, before we were on air that you uh, that you struggle with uh, like social media. I don't. Yeah. Yeah, that's it exactly. I do struggle with it because it's a love and hate relationship. You need it. But at the same time, I feel like social media, especially the way it is now, is toxic. Because let's say maybe maybe 15% of your audience actually sees what you post. Yeah. And it gets filtered and filtered. And, you know, I have people that have liked shit from maybe last month or something. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just today. Yeah. And, and the crazy thing about that is, like, if you're dropping a video or something, dropping new music, it just is what it is. And you really have to buy into the, the notion of ads mm -hmm. but you have to be great with the target marketing and they've redefined that and they're constantly changing it so it's like you look at it like it's a tool but at the same time if it doesn't work and you just spent money on it you still need to be on it that shit is toxic so i hate it but yeah. at the same time it's great because you could actually reach new people and gain new fans that actually fuck with your music that that i fuck with your product that i fuck with you yeah and you know i've had people that i've met through social media that have added me from shows and stuff mm -hmm. that still rock with me now and those are i look at my core fans more than people that know me out here in a local area you feel yeah. me because they don't have to fuck with me okay everybody we're gonna take a quick break for our sponsors and we'll be back in one minute yo what's up fool make sure you check out downstar for all of your dress up needs 
get it popping over here we have all the kits for the k-series the b-series the transmission the mouse the engine the total baby we have the hardware for the seats for the stereo we got it for the speakers we got it for the lug nuts we got it for the air valves we got it for everything dog so you make sure you hit us up at downstarring.com or you call us up fool you can even text us lame 818-937-3472 just shoot us a text and tell us what's up dog i need some fucking balls in this bitch hit us up downstarring.com hey and if you got an instagram slide in our fucking dm at downstar wait hit up the homie frank underscore downstar he's the one that takes care of all the dms hit that level up and shoot him a message and he'll get you all taken care of real nicely you know but it's, yeah. it's through that medium that they're fucking with me i feel you um that's why i was asking you that one time about that rapper that um pause one Mm-hmm. Um, because I went to that Griselda show mm-hmm. and he was one of the openers out of fucking 30 of them. There mm-hmm. was so many openers, bro. Mm-hmm. And uh, we left before the show even began because it was already like 12 o'clock. Everybody wanted to open up for Griselda because they got the crown right now. Yeah. So he was one of the only rappers in there that kind of um, they had a real presence to me. Everybody else was, I wasn't really fucking with it. I don't know if it wasn't. The levels weren't right or whatever. It just it just didn't feel right. I think a lot of people, and I can't say a lot of people because that's disrespectful, but I think the average amount of people that perform at rap shows don't know what the fuck they're doing. They and don't. It was apparent, you yeah. know, and he, he did. So that's why I'm saying after that show, I ended up following him and I still follow him to this day. Yeah, pause the homie. Yeah. He's down with the underground hip hop blog and they post his shit on there a lot. So, yeah. And it's dope to, uh, and that's that's organic as it is, mm-hmm. you know. Um, maybe if I would have seen his stuff on social media, I wouldn't have gravitated towards it. A lot of times we don't, man. Yeah, so it's just hard, dude. It's hard to play the game, even on our end, dude. It's so hard to play it, and I'm always just trying to figure out new ways to do it. But I, year after year, dude, I I think that our metrics is like um, the the our year end review is like our our Black Friday mm-hmm. sale, and that's kind of what shows us our growth throughout the year you know and as long as like that that's successful along with some other metrics you know mm-hmm. but it, it really doesn't matter much about what goes on in social media which that stuff helps but you know if we don't get vi- go viral on a post or something it really that's what i'm really saying man it's, to- it's toxic man it really is dude so what are some ways some different creative ways that you've thought about to uh, market yourself uh, my new project is actually going to be a vinyl. So I feel like this is due to my core audience because they have something that they could hold. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a dope little cover. Uh, the vinyl is going to be designed and um, it's going to be like a collector's item. And I feel like if you brand yourself in certain things right now, this is music being me that, you know, you and people are happy with, you know, the product, which is my vocals or my songs, yeah. my beat selection, all that stuff, that they'll really support that because it's like something that you could collect, that you could hold on to physically. Yeah. And I feel like with music, that's kind of coming back a little bit mm-hmm. because I've seen people with like cassette tapes. Yeah, and, I got some. And the cassette tapes actually turned into like a USB drive. I've oh, seen, really? Yeah, I've seen oh, that. Oh, that's dope. I've seen like just people selling different things and not CDs. Yeah. But, you know, the music comes with it and it's always a digital download or something yeah but you want to give people that fuck with you at least with music 
like a visual, something they could see, that they could be wet over, something that they could physically hold and be like, this is dope, maybe hang it up, place it somewhere. Yeah why they're bumping you yeah you know what i mean hell yeah i want to get a lot more into um branding and your ideas on it but let's go ahead and take a break right now all right don't i'm gonna turn the fucking air off i'm freezing yeah bro. man i was rubbing my fucking hands so down Woo. um let's put the time stamp real quick hour 14 you use the restroom uh no i'm good all right cool yeah this is a gift and a curse with this fucking ac dog that shit will kick off yeah that shit's fucking cold as shit man Oh, yeah, it's a good combo, bro. That's yeah, definitely. More, I feel like it's more um, in tune than last time. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's after you do something so many fucking times, you know, yeah, get better. You at start it. to get a little better at it. Yeah. All right, so back into it with the uh, with the marketing side of things. Now you were talking earlier about in the beginning about um, changing your name. Um, do you think that that's gonna affect anything? Yeah, I kind of don't want to do it because like here's the reasons i do and i don't the cons um the cons is like man i built a lot through my name yeah you know what i'm saying the pros about it is it would give like a fresh new feel to people that haven't and just my music in general i feel like when you start off with something fresh it's fresh you yeah. know what i mean so maybe because like man i'm gonna be honest with you bro my music hasn't always been good and people that were saying it was good at one point, maybe they thought it was good, but like, yeah. man, it was it was really bad. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Looking back, the mixing, my delivery, lyrics were kind of always there, but like just overall, the the package of it was just bad. Yeah. Now that I'm getting like at a level that I'm actually proud of, <laughs> bless you. <coughs> Excuse me. Thank you. Thank you. Bless you. Thank I you. just feel like you know, it's time for something new. Got you. You know, and it, you can look at Snoop Dogg. Like, he's rebranded himself, like, how many times? I heard he's doing, like, a fucking lullaby album next. My mom still calls him Snoop Doggy Dog, so. <laughs> that's, what, that's what the fuck I'm saying, though. Like, just different brands. And with all those different brands, somebody's going to relate to one of them. Yeah, definitely. It's different chapters. Uncle Snoop, Snoop Dogg, Snoop Doggy Dog, uh, Snoop Lion, uh, Gospel Snoop. Slim Jim. Uh, you know what? <laughs> 
<laughs> we keep going on and on, dog. Like, uh, uh, Nemo hoes. <laughs> Do you feel like uh, you've entered uh, a new chapter in your life? Yeah, they say like every 10 years, everything changes. Yeah. At least how you view the world. Yeah. So I, f I felt like I was into that shit. Like, like when I moved back here, like a little bit into it, and it's just different because, you know, I'm with my girl and I was staying with her. Mm -hmm. And it was just different before we actually officially got our, our place where we're staying at now. But it's just really, I don't know. I, I think I'm just getting older, bro. Yeah. You don't look at shit the same no more. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now, now, um, speaking of Griselda and those guys, has that given you uh, a new hope to like an older cats could still make it in this industry? Yes and no, because like just because like Griselda's in that lane doesn't mean like, uh, not that I don't fuck with it, but that is that's not for me type shit. You feel me? Yeah. So at the same time, I'm looking like that's dope. They did it and they deserve it. Mm -hmm. But at the same time. My music isn't always super grimy. Sometimes my music is like turn up vibe. Like I don't like being in a box. I like doing yeah. what I do because a lot of times I make my own beats. So I might make a trap beat, boom, I'm gonna rap to it. Mm -hmm. And, and it, it is tight. And then I might make like something super mellow and it's tight, but you know, it's it's my shit. And then get into some raw shit that's similar to Griselda, but like I'm not talking about what they're talking about. You feel me? I'm talking about yeah. my stories. I, I just mean as far as older guys in the, the hip hop community to still be able to make such an impact. Yeah, that the the lane that they're on right now, I mean that's that's super dope. That's super dope. And and it it, it is hope like shit shit could happen with Shady or something like that. That'd be dope. Cause I'd be like one of the only record companies I'd really want to assign to but at the same time, you gotta look at paperwork, man, because record labels don't need you. Yeah, they 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 need people that actually have an audience. So if you don't have like, like at least a hundred thousand followers that are really fucking with you, there's no reason to even bring you on. And if you do have that many uh, fans or an audience, like, why would you sign to a label? Yeah, you know, it definitely. It sounds like the independent is. From the outside looking in, that that sounds like the more um, ideal way to run your career if you have that following. It's always good to have a machine. Like people talk shit about it. It's always good to have a machine behind you if you could strike the right deal. You know what I mean? Yeah. So speaking of Shady, dude, let's get into M, bro. How do you feel about him actually responding to or actually bringing up Nick Cannon in that song that he just released on uh, Fat Joe's album. I think cuz don't know what to talk about. So he <laughs> has to bring up old, like think about it like that's an older relationship. And I got nothing but love for Eminem yeah. because he's a pioneer. I looked up to Eminem. Yeah. And the reason I have good bars or whatever, I feel, it's because I looked up to people like Eminem, people that were really talented with putting words together. Yeah. At the same time, like um, if I was Nick Cannon, and I'm not saying this, to disrespect M if M ever sees this shit. But it's like, if I was Nick Cannon, I would have responded too. And the way he's doing it, it's only helping out Nick Cannon. Yeah. You so would have responded? I would have responded. Like, I probably would have tried to do it more, but I, I, I see what he's doing. He doesn't want people to just clown him, so he's bringing other people on the track. I think the way that I was talking to Mo about this yesterday as well, the, the way that I would have approached it if I was... Um, if I was Nick Cannon is I would have said the same thing. Like, look, dude, you're bringing up old ass shit. Like you really need to get out more. You're talking about fucking Alyssa Milano and NSYNC and Britney Spears still like, 
that that no one gives a fuck about none of that shit no more like go go to a kickback or something you know go to somebody's but, record but release but party or man, something because you're a fucking multi-millionaire but he's you like, can he's like 200 million in the bank you know what i'm still, saying still he can he can make it happen dude you know you don't have to be that alien like you don't have to be that person where you're just so disconnected from the culture you don't have to be like for me, that's like just from an artist standpoint. And this is why like I'm not trying to be the best, even with rapping or anything, like I used to wanna be. Yeah. And like I feel my shit is up there. Don't get me wrong. I feel like I could compete with niggas and if shit went down I would have to. But like the pressure of that from an M and M, like he built his legacy off of being that nigga. Yeah. Pause. But like being that nigga, you know what I'm saying? So if he were to just lose that edge or just be around and not be an alien i think his brand might suffer a little bit or he feels that way and it's like you want to be that alien like you were talking about the weekend like that's actually where you want to be you want to be where you post a little bit and people fuck with you yeah, yeah and yeah. interact you don't want to have to post a lot you know what i mean but don't you feel like he's already jeopardizing jeopardizing his um his status with a lot of the music that he's been coming out with it's irrelevant he's a, he's a legend he's it's irrelevant he can do whatever the fuck he wants. You don't think that there's any... You can't put any any asterisks next to Legend. He's already reached that status. Like like what type of asterisks? <laughs> it's like beefing with Nick Cannon. This is stupid. Uh, I mean, I, I dude, I like, like from an artist standpoint, I can't tell Eminem what to do. Yeah. From a fucking... My bank account to his bank account, I can't tell that nigga what to do. From just like... Him being older, he's of an older age. I could tell him what to do, but like he's older than me. So if that's what he wants to do, he could do it. You know what I'm saying? I guess. I mean, even the whole shit with MGK, I was just turned off of it. It just, it's just dumb to me. You know, you're supposed to be that OG that everybody looks up to, that alien, that that mysterious dude. And what MGK didn't even say, like all of, all of that stuff could have been handled totally different. It could have been handled from M actually calling him, being like, "Yo, you know what, bro." Like I, I respect what you're doing, but that's my daughter. Don't ever speak on her name. Hey, the reverence that. for me, like, like whenever like people are talking about M, like I I feel here and there what you're saying, and I have feelings about M, like now and how how he's rhyming, but the reverence that I have for him, like I'll never put him down like on a public pa- platform like that. I'll say that his last album, I I didn't I didn't get it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? And I wish that he would go back to his older vibe, but that's like somebody telling me to go back to like the shit that I thought was whack that somebody else could have been like, oh, that's the shit, nigga. Why don't you do that no more? It's like that shit's whack to me. It's not not necessarily that. It's more of like maybe playing it the way that Wayne does. You know, Wayne's just Wayne, doing... Eminem mean, ain't mean, Wayne though. You know what I'm saying? We're all our own people. I'm just talking about this from a, a hip-hop fan point of view okay when i see all this stuff go down and when i see him beefing with mgk and when i see mgk not leaving looking that bad it kind of puts an asterisk nest next to m's name to me same this is a, a more drastic uh situation but the same as kanye okay um all right i have a interjection for that mm-hmm. so you're saying to you, it looks like there's an asterisk, right? Yeah. How many stands are there? What do you mean? Eminem stands. How many stands are there? 
I mean, I'm sure there's a lot. Okay, so you're at that level, let's say with Boat Boys, and you have your Boat Boy stands. Yeah. You're going to listen to the people talking shit about you, or you're going to listen to your stands? I don't, I don't... You don't see it? No. Okay. So let's say people are talking shit about your product. Like, oh, you used to have dope product. You, your shit's whack now. But you have a ton more people fucking with you. Yeah. You gonna listen to them, the people that are that are fucking with you solid, your core, or you gonna listen to people that aren't that don't even really listen to you like that anyway? Do you think that? So do you think the M's just listening to a lot of yes men? I think he's he's really just yeah. I th- I th- I think he's listening to his fans, bro. And it's like in the end, if if you're fucking with the direction you're going, and that's the way you, that your fans are wanting you to go. You're gonna fuck with that. Fuck with the haters are saying. If anything, we're haters, dog. You know what I mean? And you know, we just have to be like, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, you can still be a fan of someone and be critical of things like just like we said with game. Yeah, still critical of them. And yeah, he could bar out. Yeah, and there's there's things that I wish that. But what I will say is on that Fat Joe song, uh, M killed it. He did kill it. I didn't even that. hear it. I heard half of, of his album. I really liked it, man. When he was saying it was classic and he was going on everywhere doing um like interviews, I didn't really want to believe it, but like that's a good album. Who's man. that, Fat Joe? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's that good, album is awesome. It's a good, I like the joint with Cardi. Yeah, if like you guys that, haven't listened to it, listen to that shit. That Mark Anthony sample, that's so dope how they flipped that. But yeah. yeah, I just I like M, M on that album and uh wayne on that album as well but uh i mentioned kanye let's get into him what are your thoughts about yay <laughs> no no man like um niggas be scamming every day b like i don't know man like i'm uh personally i'm not really a big kanye fan never you've never been i like i look back on it and i was on the hype of kanye hmm. um now, as I'm older and I'll listen to him, I actually can see knowledge in between his rants. But, like, honestly, he reminds me too much of my brother. My brother's like an egotistical maniac. Yeah. And just, he's just all over the place, super emotional. And I hate that shit. And because of my brother, like, I, I can't stand Kanye. Yeah. And I don't even know him because I've heard in person, he's really calm and everything. When the camera's in front of him, he turns into a different person. And he's super emotional. Yeah. So I, I, I don't know. I can't speak on another man that I don't know. But as far as his music, I know that a lot of bars that I liked were written by Sci High the Prince. And that's his mm. ghostwriter. So, like, I like Sci High. Um, th- has Kanye ever dropped, like, a song that I fuck with? Yes. Like, songs? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, to me, I held him a lot higher than it sounds like that you did. But I, for, the, for for influencing the culture, I will say that's probably the goat right now. It, really? The culture? Yeah. Think about it. Let's Yeezy, get into it. Yeezys, fashion. How many? How many cult following? Like he's like since this transition into like religion, he's a cult leader. Yeah. He's a cult leader in music. Yeah. That's crazy. Do you think he's going to like make a real cult? I feel like it's going towards that way, dude. I feel like like when every when they say Jesus in the song in his head, he's hearing Jesus. You know what me. I mean? Yeah, me, me, me. 
me. Love just, me. Just be quiet so the spirit of Kanye can influence me. <laughs> You know, you know, they're sharing his thoughts. I mean, he's always been like that. He's always been just about himself. But it's just this new route that he's on is I'm not feeling. I, it I don't know. I'm I'm nobody to judge the man. But I just feel like um like a lot of stuff ain't for me. And there's nothing wrong with that. Because like if let's say if I was popping and Kanye didn't fuck with me, um, is that going to stop me from like saying he cool or something like that? I don't know him like that. And I think that's how you judge a person. I can say that sometimes he sounds crazy, but at the same time. At the same time, for every crazy interview that he's had, I've sat there and watched it. Mm-hmm. So what does that say? Did you watch the one with uh, Charlemagne? Yeah, Where Charlemagne, big boy. In like the backyard or whatever. Mm-hmm. That was a good one, man. And it's it's the same thing. Sometimes I'll watch an interview with Kanye and I get what he's trying to say. But then you see like the antics and shit and it's just like... I don't know, man, because I know a lot of a lot of people that are really good at marketing. And th- when I see Kanye, it's marketing. It screams to me marketing. All none of it screams genuine to me. All of it is screams marketing, and he's it, a marketing genius. It it, it kind of does to me too, like everything, like even the ploy to the president, um, how his lady allegedly freed that girl from prison, mm-hmm. but that was probably some other shit. It's all marketing, man. Like, if anything, I bet you Kanye took a check somehow or is going to take a check or he's benefiting from that. Like, I, I, like, what bothers me sometimes is when people say Kanye is a music genius, even though he is and has produced some of my favorite beats of all time. Like, um, what's that um, common song? Uh, anyway, mm-hmm. he's produced some of the best beats of all times. And as far as musical genius i have a problem with that because let's say it's somebody like scott storch to me that's a musical genius yeah like somebody like that right but as far as just a genius he might be yeah he he's he might be a fucking genius yeah i don't i don't take anything away from him and i don't say that he i i don't think he's crazy i think I think, I, I what think it geniuses is, are crazy sometimes. I mean, it's probably perceived as being well, crazy. You, you can't put to, thoughts together correctly. So what, yeah. what's what's crazy? What's your definition of that? Um, putting your whole uh, your whole body in silver paint. <laughs> you, you know what? I saw a meme that said he should fight CeeLo. <laughs> <laughs> it bugs me, though. It bugs me as a fan of his music because we haven't got anything good since the life of pablo which was what 2016 you didn't, you didn't bump uh, jesus is king there's that one song follow god yeah i think it's follow god with it's like number three or whatever with that hard ass beat dude I, I, there's a lot of hard ass beats on there though mm, now, it i mean maybe, follow god hold on let me let me see. i gotta pull it up right now it's not gonna I fuck up the shit is it uh no i'll, I'll find it let me no like if this. like i play a little bit it won't fuck it up no because uh all right we're not on youtube or anything like that Here, I got it. Let me plug it in right here, real quick. Yeah, I'll let you go, go through it. King. But uh, no, I just, it's not follow God. It's it's on God. I okay. like that song. No, see. I thought that was dope. Do you like that? It just reminds me of like um, 2006, 2005, Kanye, and it was like what, what how the beat built mm-hmm. was dope, and the course. 
Like, cause like somebody had mentioned the line that was in there. He was all, "That's why I charge the prices that I charge." Mm-hmm. But if you listen to the song, it's a tight song. And like me personally, I don't like Kanye. Yeah. But I could appreciate that. And there are other good songs on there. But Follow God was dope too. Yeah. But I felt that was more generic. I felt like that was a more personal song on God. Got you. Yeah. Yeah. I I think um my uh my disdain for Kanye is winning over over my love for him. So you know when I hear things, it's already with a negative ear. Mm-hmm. It's hard for me to just um to just be neutral now, just because of how I feel like he's treated his fan base mm-hmm. and the people that have supported him mm-hmm. from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, that's how I felt with m too you know when m comes out with a new album i'm not excited i'm more critical of it and just waiting for something good to come out of it you know and and that could be my fault too it could be that i'm listening to it the wrong way but i'm a fan of music dude and i'm a fan and i've seen so many people grow up and grow in this industry and then to see that the way that they blossom just like you know ice t ice cube i'm sure there's people that are you know a generation before us that see that and they're just like what the fuck happened you know because that's not the person that they fell in love with goodness fucking money like you can't like if you have so much money you always gonna risk it and bang and unless let's be honest i mean i don't know who his friends were or like what he was involved in but i mean that I know of, he wasn't super banged out. You feel me? That yeah. Was, that was all the music. You feel me? I know that he went down to a record label with a baseball bat and fucked some shit up. But at the same time, man, like he has money. He has kids. He has the same wife, which is, I think he doesn't get commended on him enough. And he's a director, which is something that I would love to be later on in life doing crazy movies. You know what I'm saying? Regardless of the movies that he's doing now, like he's doing that. And you got to think about it, like Snoop, the reason he did the gospel album is because he says he wanted something for his grandma to be able to listen to. Who's that, Snoop? Yeah. Mm -hmm. What if Ice Cube just wanted something that his kids could watch? Yeah. No, I'm not hating on Ice Cube or Ice-T where their careers went. They're they're flourishing right now, you know, but that's that's not... That's not me as a music fan. Me as a music fan, I, like I said, I look at Kanye and everything. Where he's at right now, mm-hmm. he's killing it. You what's, know? what's crazy is, is like um, for the longest time, Ice Cube was on my like, like top five list. Really? I, well, it's not recent Ice Cube. Yeah. It's like who he was, the image, but the image that he's painting now kind of, for me, disdains the music. Uh, that's fucked up but it kind of does yeah you know what i mean but um overall man like people forget how much of an impact cube had and how much he went in like he was game the game of that generation yeah but not being a lame yeah like he just had bars you know what i'm saying yeah and he's he's he still does it's just different no what are your thoughts on drake um you know legendary that's it, right? Yeah, I uh, I feel the same way, dude. Sometimes when I'll bring up Drake, you get that kind of response from that I was getting last night on Facebook. Well, it's because shit is crammed down your throat, bro. So, like, if you want to take it that direction, because the shit's on the radio all the time, you're always hearing Drake because there's a label behind it. If you take that away, would he still hold weight as a legend? I don't know, man. It's it's really hard to even look back that far because think how many hits Drake has, and and when you hear older songs, 
tell me that doesn't put off smile on your face where you remember you were at some place. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So, you know, like you can't really say anything bad. Like before, yeah, I would clown on him. But I mean, he's having the last laugh now. And eventually, if he keeps rapping, he's gonna take his L. He's gonna take it hard. But I mean, I feel like he's already taken L's and he's bowed out gracefully. Like he's smart, you know what I mean? The yeah, the whole uh, push your T thing. Well, I, he I got destroyed. Yeah, I, th- I I bet you um, the census was that he wasn't gonna be able to come back from that. Well, it wasn't a push your T diss. He dissed Kanye. Yeah. Yeah, that was all Kanye, man. Yeah. 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 Once uh once it actually got broken down, um I I just think that him going after Pusha T that that was like real competition as opposed to like him and Meek going back and back and forth at it but uh yeah that whole diss that was just that was you know Pusha got a couple jabs but the whole thing was about yay hmm. i wonder what's going to happen with that in the future if nothing man anything mob ties yeah <laughs> jay prince Dude, what if they just fucking put a hit on Yay, dude? They're not, man. It's it's like it's fucking with people's money. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Different section, different people eat off of that. Like nobody's really trying to fuck somebody up that much. You know what I'm saying? Six six nine still was still okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Speaking of that, dude, I, I have a lot of people saying that that when um six nine gets out of jail, that people are gonna be trying to murder him. And then I I just think of it from like the uh the 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 smaller scale of it, like the guys that he got jammed up, how many of those dudes have hitters for them that are willing to go to jail for those guys? We have to, to be somebody something. young, and it would, you know, um, it's not much to like. People always think they can't get touched. Those are the people that get touched. Like, look at R.I.P. Nit. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't know, man. I'm I'm not even a I don't even want to put that energy out there yeah definitely but like i can't officially like fuck with him anymore just because like he did that people are all like oh he's not about that life then why was he portraying it he was using it he was using that life to get on okay you have to reap with what you sow so he did all of that shit so just because he wasn't from there that takes it all away yeah and the, the like the guy one of the guys he indicted was somebody that he told to do some shit. Yeah. And then he told on him. So I get the, I get I get both sides though. Yeah. Like from his side, I shit, I totally see you not being loyal. I never thought you would be loyal to begin with. <laughs> yeah. That's on Shoddy. Like that's Shoddy's fuck up. You know what I'm saying? If anything, like six nine took Shoddy on a ride. Yeah. And just fuck with him. I really feel bad for Shoddy, man. I do, but I I see it from the other side too. I I don't know I if Shoddy both. had had the best intentions. I think that they saw a lick, you know. Uh, bro, any gang is gonna see a lick, bro. Like, it's a sad situation because he's a kid. Yeah, it's a sad situation because he's a kid, and I'm gonna leave it at that. Yeah. Do you think that he's uh he's still gonna come out and make music? Yeah, and I think that he'll probably. Dude, you gotta think how many people are gonna be at his throat. Like, I don't think he's a dummy. Yeah. Like, just because he's in the situation, like me, like, like if there was any situation closer to this where I'm like, fuck, how am I gonna do this in jail? Like, he probably got like a million or a million and one ways already thought up to make <laughs> yeah. some type of revenue, and his album is still good. Yeah. 
So like he probably in there getting his Spotify numbers. He's like, oh, we we, we good. <laughs> like like he's not affected at all. I don't feel. I think he's gonna flourish because there's a I lot of people so. out there that that aren't from that situation. They could g- give a fuck. It's music. It's entertainment. What is Six Nine? He's entertaining. Yeah. I used to hate that fool, and then I ended up loving him because he would be doing this. The most fucked up, funny thing that he did was he was in Chicago. No, he, <laughs> no, I think he was in Chicago. He's at a hotel or something. Yeah. And he was talking to some dude in Chicago, uh-huh. and he was all like, "Pull up over here," and he was all, <laughs> he was, he was a IG, IGN him live, and he was all, "Pull up over here," and then uh, Six Nine was just laughing. He was all, "Hey, bro, like." Whatever happened to those people that smoked your homies, why don't you do them? You're just picking on a rainbow-haired kid, but you ain't smoked the people that smoked your homies. And he's just laughing, and this fool's getting all mad. And he's just laughing the whole time. <laughs> I was all like, damn, that's kind of true. Yeah, Y'all ain't doing anything. So my whole aspect of him kind of changed when he did that. Yeah. But at the same time, like, like it's like Nip said, you're supposed to ignore clown shit. Like, you give people spotlight when they do clown shit, then, you know. You're joining the circus, dude. And that's what I feel. So much shit happened, especially when the antics were when he was coming to the West Coast and all these guys trying to press him and shit. It's like... I think think the labels had something to do with it, too, because people forget he was signed to the same label as Trippy Red. Yeah. And they were beefing or whatever. And then... Just what happened, what happened. You know, he's a kid, man. So I just think they exploited a kid. And the kid was kind of dumb. Just th- didn't think of the ramifications of it. And then it just is what it is type shit. But I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, music's fucking crazy, man. Yeah, ignore clown shit. That's why I don't even talk about that uh, Lizzo situation. That's so <laughs> stupid, man. Yeah. I was just uh, I was listening to Joe Budden podcast today. And they were talking about it. And it's just... There's so many times that things happen on social media that if somebody was right there to to point out the things and to to be like, look, this is why they're doing this, this is why this, this, that, it would make a lot more sense, you know. But to just in that whole situation is just that situation happens all the time every day, and you're just like, what the fuck? Why is this person even doing that? What is what is going on, you know? And, and, and at the end, if it's working out for them, more power to them. To be honest with you, yeah. But I can't subscribe to that shit. That's kind of the reason why I can't really listen to Kanye. I just don't subscribe to a lot of shit. It's getting to that point, dude. I got fucking duped on this last album, you know. They got me right there just waiting. When's it going to come out? When's it going to come out? Oh, we're we're mixing one more song. What the fuck, dude? What kind of shit? What kind of, what kind of show is this that you're putting on? Imagine fucking being Kanye's engineer. That would suck. Probably wouldn't even be worth the paycheck. Imagine man. being his wife, dude. Feel yeah. bad for Kim, but dog. but at the same time, you don't really know what's going on. So in the end, it's like irrelevant, man. We all got our own issues. I don't even think it's like even relevant. If they put all that out there. This is our entertainment. This is what they're for. Mm-hmm. This is no matter how much they get paid, no matter anything. This is our entertainment. They're our they're our show. They're our characters. Man. Without us, they wouldn't be shit. It's not even us because I don't subscribe to that shit. You know what I'm saying? So, it's just people, man. And people are, are, they like what they're fed. Yeah. You feed them the same shit over and over again over time. Like, let's look at, uh, I'm not even going to mention any names because, like, I just don't like talking about people like that. Let's just, let's just say, like, uh, somebody, 
somebody that we used to like not like and then we like now yeah that could be anybody right over time like let's say they've been in the game for like 10 years when they first came out might have got some hate stuck it out stuck it out still dropping hits over time you respect them because they've been in there they're part of the culture you remember songs when they were popping early on that you like kind of remember being around like maybe a, a kickback or something like you grow into them so that's all this shit is man yeah it's the long game marathon hell yeah dude um about podcasts do you listen to podcasts i listen to cory polk oh, cory holcomb uh the 5150 show joe budden yours and joe rogan um i'm trying to thank anybody else i really listen to that's about it man how often do you listen to the joe budden pod Mm, just whenever there's like an interesting topic i like to hear his take on it oh really but just all the time like i just can't do joe all the time yeah (laughs) what about joe rogan have you listened to any um interesting episodes lately yeah it was he was talking to some guy that was actually out in the wilderness that Mm -hmm. lived out there and it was like really good like he was he lives in alaska and he was saying just how like how it's dope and how he was coming out to los angeles and Joe Rogan was all like, you must hate it and be like how people live here. He was like, no. He was all like, it's just, you know, different. But at the same time, it reminds me of why I'm in the wilderness. And then he was also saying that he, he needs, how did he say it, man? Because he doesn't have a refrigerator or something like that. Like mm-hmm. he has to, to kill something when he knows that it'd be cold outside and ants won't get to it. Like I'm probably mm-hmm. paraphrasing here, but. Like it was just an interesting podcast. Yeah, mm-hmm. I I like his too, man. He he has so many different people from different walks of life, and really helps you give or uh, to get like a different perspective. And it helps the perspective as well when you hear these um, stories from shit people that I I wouldn't even be interested in their their hobby or their lifestyle or whatever they do. You know, uh, I was telling somebody this the other day that. Um, I think it was Alex that like this car stuff that we do, like this is our life. This is our culture. This is everything that we do. And for it not to mean anything to somebody else is that's just like crazy to me. And you just think about like how many other hobbies are out there. How many, how, how do other people spend their life? What do they actually do? What do they focus on? Mm-hmm. You know, and um I'm all, I'm always interested in what kind of other pe whether other hobbies people have. Mm-hmm. Other things that they're into that consume their lives. And I think I think uh everybody is. And I think that's why podcasts are pop popping right now. Yeah. So what what kind of other stuff are you into besides um, you know, music, making videos and beats? shit man fighting games oh really <laughs> yeah i like honestly man um i haven't been able to find anything like skateboarding it, and this is gonna sound corny as fuck but fighting games is like high speed chess mm-hmm. it's not really the game aspect it could be fucking just like on some pong shit you know what i'm saying yeah. it's your muscle memory to pull off the combos to be able to to punish somebody's fuck up and it's also like spacing yeah like you're throwing stuff out there hoping that somebody tries to counter poke you so you can counter poke them so it's all mind games yeah and at the same times it's so addicting it feels like skateboarding because like time could pass real real fast but at the same time you got to watch that at least for me because i got a lot of things that i gotta do like i'm supposed to be editing like three videos right now yeah so like right after this i gotta go home edit for a little bit i gotta pick my girl up from work come back home 
and uh, finish all the videos. We got a new video dropping tomorrow with a homie that I met uh, named Body Bag Ben. He has a project with this guy Ito, a uh, new crack era music. It's oh, he's over there in Jersey, but he's got a different pro uh, projects with the uh, Thirty Eight Special and um, Conway, different people. And uh, he's on that new wave of like boom bap sounding shit. And he has a project, a vinyl with him. But I got a video or a feature that I did with Body Bag Ben. That shit's dropping tomorrow. I just want to let everybody know that. Oh, hell yeah, dude. Yeah. Um, and then you also got your uh, your show coming up. Yep. So this is uh, Rock Marciano. I'm going to be opening up live for him. If you guys don't know who that is, that's pretty much, um, think of like uh, Griselda's sound. Uh, that's pretty much what a lot of people have mirrored their sound mm -hmm. to, to sound like is, is Rock Marciano, the originator. He's on the Action Bronson podcast a lot with alchemists and shit oh sick and uh you know he's one of the ogs he makes his own beats he's uh super talented he's his vinyl sell very expensive overseas um he, he's he's a legend in the game he was on a flip mode squad but i'm gonna be opening up for him long story short he was on flip mode yeah really yeah flip mode squad oh shit dude those were good days bro it was just different you know i was just thinking about um busta and uh okay I was, uh, I'm, 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 I'm gonna let you finish right now but imagine being from the 70s era of music right yeah and then somebody just transports you to the fucking woo-ha woo-ha that'd be on some young thug shit right or something different that you probably wouldn't respect yeah but for us as youngsters we were like this is the flyest shit ever yeah i think what you were saying. i i think that yeah um you're right young thug would probably be on the same the same level as like a busta you know in the same like andre 3000 like that like different style but just those uh those earlier albums from busta some good shit dude it really was and i think it gets overlooked a lot the production was crazy like how he was getting off like just the vibe you had to be there man for a yeah. lot of hip-hop you really had to be there at the time to get the feel. Yeah, I, I feel that about a lot of music, especially like, um, you know, things that the kids nowadays are missing out on, like Wu-Tang, Earlier J, and Nas, and things like that. It's a different generation, though, man. It's like you could, there are kids that listen to Wu, but it's like, it's not the same because they're older, and it's just, lingo's different. It's just not the same. When Christian gets old enough, dude, I'm definitely going to be putting on to some old ass hip-hop some wu-tangs for sure yeah some uh sean p cannabis that first cannabis album yeah cannabis was cool but like i was there when cannabis pulled the notebook out so it was really hard for me like i give him another chance but man that was really hard for me to watch bro what do you mean you don't know about the battle with disaster nah -uh. oh man i'm gonna let you look that up yourself just youtube disaster versus cannabis really and and try and find the original video and just watch it how much do you watch uh battle rap not much man i'm gonna be honest yeah yeah my favorite um battle rapper though is arsenal um not the most technical when it comes to battle rapping daylight's dope um loaded lux is dope uh charlie clips is dope um who else is dope um Pretty much the people that I like, man. Hollow to Dawn type. How much do you fuck with Daylight? He's dope as fuck, man. That's somebody you should have on the podcast. If you I would think. love to, dude. I mean, reach out to him. I, I shot him a DM before, but you know how that shit is, dude. I would be in his comments daily and just, you know, 
let me pull up. Let me pull. Do I'll fucking drive out there and we can do this shit on his roof or some weird ass place wherever you want to do it. Nah, I, I really think he would have a lot of interesting things to say. And he, you want to talk about somebody being smart? He's really smart. Hell right? yeah, dude. And I, I just feel like he missed his, his lane. Like when you remember when uh, what's Lil B? Mm-hmm. Like uh, if he would have been in kind of that lane at the time. Instead of focusing so much on his battles, but the battles is why he has the, yeah. the rep he has now. But if he would have been more in that, he probably could have done a lot more and been like a figure, I feel like. Yeah. But. I think he's he's still on his way right now. He I, is. It just sucks to see him like get slept on for so long because he's really talented. Definitely. Definitely. He And uh, I think it was like last year or even earlier this year that he was coming out with a lot of music and he's probably still coming out with it. Yeah. And what's so dope is that uh, I don't even know if it's on streaming services. He was putting it off himself. Well, that's what a lot of people are doing right now. Um, streaming, you don't get shit yeah. for everybody out there. Um, Joe Rogan had interviewed... Um, was it the the black stripes i think it was mm, possibly yes 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 yeah so though i i don't know anything about their music but the stories that they told were just spot on and i related 100 percent to them but you don't get shit with streams like that's all like that's why when people are showing the the streams that they got or whatever it's like you don't really get anything bro you're getting robbed you're getting like a couple thousand you know i could get that out hustling yeah you know what i mean yeah and you're getting that quarterly too you're not getting that like at the end of every month you get that every three months so it's like i've made money off of music before but like i said i'm not focusing on that being the main thing when you get into the position to be around like a, a big crowd or something and you could gain a check from that or your merch that's where you're getting the the most um benefit from what, what was the subject going on I, I lost my train of thought i don't know but that's a good subject to be on is merch have you ever done merch before yeah i, I tried out um some shit called um uh, it don't be like that or it be like that sometimes mm -hmm. and uh a couple people got it but not that many people were really like down to buy it so i just kept it for myself and then i saw a lot of people saying that i was like damn i fucking missed out I fucking missed out because like i that i know of i was like in, in this area, I was the first person to like really say that, but then, you know. It'd be like that sometimes, you know? Exactly. See, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, that could have been a catchphrase. If I would have been a character just saying that, maybe that could have popped. That just ain't me, though. You know? Yeah, but um, you know I'm going to have to get my sway on, right? You know I ain't let you get out of here without some bars. All right, cool. Let's pull we doing up. this? Oh, yeah, we doing this. Let me see. I got one for you, dog. I appreciate you coming, man. I know you're a hustler, dude, and I and I know that you um I know that you got a lot of shit going on, dude. So I really, really appreciate your time. Okay. I've always thought you were super talented, man, and um I wanted to have this platform for you to, you know, spread your word out. We yeah. got uh we got listeners all over, man. So um yeah, what's crazy is I would shout out my uh, website, but what's so fucking weird, man? Pull my website up real quick. Let me see. Mark4.com. Tell me what pops up. And I still don't even know what to do because I. Is it with a four? Yeah, with a four. Uh -huh. Dot com. Okay. Just pull it up. Oh. Markford.com. You know how that shit goes when you uh when you need to fucking type something in a hurry, and then it doesn't ever come out. Yeah, I think it did come out. It's just really it probably threw you off. Hold <laughs> on. <laughs> Let me see. It's still up. 
What the fuck? That's what I said. Okay, so it's a... Uh, Tell the people what gr- you're saying, Frank. Grand Lisoba Casino and a bunch of kanji symbols. If you can make this like one of the, the preview <laughs> clips or something, do this shit. Like, what the fuck happened to my website, bro? <laughs> Why is your... Show what the fuck? Why, who, who's this guy that's going to be performing the, at the casino? It's some crazy fucking like Korean shit or something. Like my shit got hacked. But what's crazy <laughs> is, is I can still edit my page and I can still see it. But whenever you go to mark4.com, it's that page. Who uh, Who's your host for your domain? I think it was like GoDaddy or something. Oh, you got to reach out to them or something. What the fuck? Yeah, it's because I do all this shit, right? So I made my own page and everything. But like, I don't understand it like that. You feel me? So guys, make sure you check them out on Instagram and not on uh, mark4.com. Because you'll get some Korean barbecue or some <laughs> shit. <laughs> Unless you want to know. Uh, um, bro, I, I don't even know what the fuck this I don't, is. I don't either, man. But I don't get why they wanted Mark Ford. <laughs> Like, maybe I was popping. Who knows? You're popping. You're popping in Korea, bro. Hey. Are you ready for this? Yeah, let's do it. Make sure we got the, the levels right. Yeah, you want to be careful with that. We got, oh, yeah. yeah, we turn the beat up just a little bit. Up. All right, cool. Yeah. Because, you know, you said Joe Rogan doesn't really talk about bars that much, so we got to do it right here. <laughs> Hell yeah. And I love Joe Rogan too. <laughs> Shout out to Joe Rogan. Uh. They say that pussy rule the world, nigga. That's only if that pussy on a pedestal. Bass rock, cocaine, hitting like the treble low. Always chase new shit, never what y'all settle for. Break in, take shit, riding with my niggas in the city in that spaceship. Pro Tools made this, play the game, 8-bit. Donkey Kong flow, got the people going ape shit. Pieces with the fills, niggas missing with the paint chips. Y'all niggas going on live with the work, dry snitching like the plaintiffs. Huh, homicides in that city, son. Got it, ooey wop for opposition, they alluding, huh? Fuck a Gavin Noose and Nap, bonk, Betty use a one. Pistol grip, pump a pot of beef when they catch you snoozing. Smoking trees in the Cadillac, coughing in the Cadillac. Eyes catching cataracts, niggas using Facebook, posted with the Cali rant. Keyboard thugs, my gauntlet legend with the battle wax. 46 banana packs, touching Alabama maps. Pushing out the vinyl, that's what happens when you package crack. Niggas going blam on cats, then you gotta blam on back. To the judge gavel snap, this the life, fathom that. Couldn't even begin to explain how you dealing with pain. Feels kinda strange when you looking for change. But I still found the recipe, the world keep on blessing me My girl keep on stressing cause the visions I'm projecting I do this for my sesame, tell my queen the best of me I be rolling hard in life, no tabs of ecstasy Yeah, for our nigga Bro, you got a fucking delivery, bro I, I, I fuck with it, dude, I fuck with that, I fuck with your voice, man I want to see you succeed, dude. Yeah. You know, if it's not gonna be in this rap, it's gonna be in video production or something creative, something, bro. Something, something. Because you got it, bro. That um, just a creator. I fuck with it, dude, and I could, I could relate, dude. I could relate so much because all I want to do is just create, bro. Take money out of the equation, take everything out of the equation. All I want to do is just create some dope shit. Just create, man. But life gets in the way sometimes, and it's like really difficult. It definitely does, man. Well, I appreciate you being here with us today um having these uh talks with me about music because like i said i never really get a chance to uh to talk about it or to get like uh, a different point of view 
on things. Yeah, and I mean, everybody's going to have their opinion on music. And I think in the end, shit's subjective as fuck, man. And it's like, are you making money from it? So, like, I tend to just not care a lot of times. I'm like, oh, I have an opinion about it. But in the end, like, I fuck with pretty much everybody that's doing this that at, at a better position than me. Because that's what I'm looking up towards. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I think if you don't, you're you're probably a hater. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, if you're from Oxnard, you're more than likely a hater, dog. So shout out to all the haters <laughs> out here. <laughs> there we go. I like that. Who is that? This is... Uh, um, uh, Ignite? Fitted, fit, yeah, Fitted Apparel. Fitted Shout apparel. out to Fitted Apparel. Yeah, dude. definitely. Um, and IRE Apparel. And the Gutted Cigar. The Gutted Cigar are the people that normally like book me for shows and stuff. Oh, really? Really good people. Yes. Dope, man. I want to start fucking with a lot more people locally, dude. A lot of uh, local clothing brands and things uh, the like Gutted that. The Gutted Cigar. Uh, Jeffy Obvious, you should probably get him. And IRE Apparel. He doesn't like being on camera, though. That's the thing. That's the thing. It's probably yeah. going to be an issue. That's what's up. <laughs> Mark, thank you so much. I appreciate it, brother. Hey. Um, before we get out of here, can you tell everybody where they can find you at? Yeah, you can find me on Instagram at Mark Ford. That's M-A-R-K, then a 4-O-R-D. Um, on Twitter, you can find me at 4-O-R-D-20. And I think Tumblr, you can find me at 4-O-R-D-20. Um, Facebook, you can find me at Mark Ford. That's M-A-R-K, 4-O-R-D-20. Uh, our ORD period. There you go, Doug. And you got your show coming up on the 21st. Yep. And I we got some tickets for you right here. Oh, shit. That's, Thank you, brother. I appreciate it, man. Hell yeah. You plus one. And uh, I wanted to do something with the with the audience, too. So if y'all still watching this and y'all want a ticket, uh, tag me on my Instagram. Follow me. And uh, I'll be giving away two tickets. Ooh, that's what's up, man. Yeah. Thank you, bro. I appreciate it. Yeah, definitely. That. No, thank you for the platform. No, of course, man. And thank you guys all for listening, man. 125 episodes in, and it's uh, it just feels like we're getting started, man. I'm excited to see where this goes. Hey. But uh, thank you guys for your time, and we out. Peace. Hey. Boom. Boom. Fuck that, bro. Thank you, dog. Nah, thank you, man. Nah, of course. Yeah.